Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Uh, today, we're looking to uh, analyze tomorrow's game, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Uh, I'm a big Arsenal fan, uh, so I thought it'd be really cool to get some other Arsenal fans and sort of discuss our prospect for tomorrow. Uh, so today on the podcast, I have uh, Karan Chavla and Sachan Berry. Sachan Berry and I go very uh, a long way back. Uh, we supported Arsenal together for many years. And Karan has been in London for many years. He's been an Arsenal fan for many years as well. And he's had the pleasure of watching many games. And we hope that we can accompany him a lot more for these games going forward. So uh, I'd like to get straight into it and... Uh, uh, Karan and uh, Barry, if you'd like to first uh, introduce yourself a little bit and then also uh, give us a little bit of history on how you started supporting Arsenal. Karan, why don't you start? Sure, happy to. Uh, thanks for having me on this podcast, uh, Mayank, and good to see you again, Barry. Um, you know, I've been an avid Arsenal fan for uh, well over 15 years now. I think my love affair with Arsenal um, started with uh, computer games, actually. Uh, so growing up, I used to play a lot of NBA um, on the computer. And one of my closest friends at the time, Varun, uh, used to egg me on to um, start playing FIFA. Um, Varun was a massive Arsenal fan, and he was very persuasive. Um, so, you know, after months and months uh, of, you know, persistence, um, I actually went and bought myself a copy of uh, FIFA and, um, you know, uh, loaded it up on my computer and I was really confused as to which team I should start playing with. So I started playing with Arsenal because, uh, you know, that was the only team that I'd heard of at the time. Obviously, New United, Madrid, Barcelona, uh, but thought I'd start with Arsenal. Um, one thing led to another. Um, I actually quite enjoyed playing FIFA and uh, I remember flicking through the channels once and was watching um, a football game on TV. Ended up being Arsenal during the Invincible season. And that was that was it. Like it was the best football I have ever watched. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, when when I was offered a chance to move to London, I was so excited because it allowed me to be closest to my one truest love, which is Arsenal. So that's my story. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great story. And uh, uh, so. When you started watching Arsenal uh, play a little bit, could you differentiate them from other clubs? Could you re- did it resonate with you immediately? Yeah, so it did uh, resonate with me because it was actually quite incredible. Uh, back then, Arsenal were renowned for playing one-touch football. Uh, you know, it was it was incredible to see uh, absolute athletes. You know, Vieira, Gilberto, Perez, Junberg, Henri, Burkamp, uh, and and our defenders who were just uh, rock solid. Um, and it was it was just beautiful. I remember watching uh, a 7-0 against uh, Middlesbrough, and I was like, wow, uh, you know, Arsenal completely dominated that team. And guess what? A few weeks later, they did it again uh, to Everton. And it was the most sublime football I've ever watched. Right, yeah. I think uh, I remember probably seeing those games. Uh, and yeah, I think it was the same experience for me. I also started uh, following Arsenal about then. So, Shant, how about you? Uh, what got you into football and Arsenal particularly? Uh, I think I started watching football from the 98 World Cup where, you know, France was kind of dominating and they won the World Cup. So, my love for Thierry Henry and Vera started from there. And, you know, that player uh, association got me to, you know, hooked on to the uh, 
the Arsenal club. And from then, it's, uh, the way they have played football and obviously the 2002-2003 season was absolutely, you know, uh, excellent performance by them. That's how I kind of started loving the club, the, the way they played and everything. So from then, uh, I've seen kind of, you know, kind of only supported that particular club. It's been a great journey. I think uh, looking at the last few performances which Arsenal have given, I'm pretty much like, quite confident, uh, especially, you know, them defeating Liverpool and then again defeating Manchester City in the semi-finals. They have, they have had a good run. So I'm obviously kind of uh, at, at the back of their form, kind of, you know, looking for a like a 3-2 or a 3-1 uh, victory for an Arsenal team. Wow, <laughs> that's quite ambitious. <laughs> and Karan, how do you feel? What is your prediction for tomorrow's game? Um, so, you know, I'd, I'd be cautiously optimistic. I'd say that we probably have a 60-65% chance of winning. One, right. because uh, Wembley's home, right? Like, I've watched yeah. Arsenal play uh, four finals of Wembley, and we've won all three FA Cup finals. Uh, we obviously lost the Carabao Cup to uh, City a while ago. Um but, you know, Wembley's home. Uh, you know, we know how to play there. We know what it takes in these big matches. And I actually think that the Europa uh, final last year was more of an abomination. Um, mm. You know, this team has shown, you know, like Barry was saying, that uh, we can show up against the big sides. I don't think uh, it's going to take a lot for Arteta to motivate them. Um, mm. But having said that, like, I'm not confident about our defenders. So I'm pretty sure we'll concede a goal. Um, and, uh, you know, you just need to score one more to beat them. So, 2-1 to the Arsenal tomorrow. Oh, wow. I think I'm also on about the same line. I think it's going to be 2-1 either way. Uh, I honestly feel that it's probably a 55-45% chance. 55 for Chelsea. I think they've just done better in the season, as, as you know. Although, for us, it's been a broken season. We've had two managers and that's really unique for Arsenal. So, I think my next question, and I really wonder how you feel about this. Uh, we've come eighth in the league and that's really far down, right? We're not used to that. Uh, and But still, I'm optimistic about the next season. I'm optimistic about the game. But there is a little bit of positivity around the club, even though our finish is the worst uh, in many, many years. So, uh, Sushant, how do you feel uh, when you think about Arsenal at the moment? Do you think we are on the right line? Uh, and you think we stand a chance to like even challenge for the title next year? I think in terms of the strikers with Oba, Lacazette and uh, Martinelli, everybody coming in with good midfield. I think we do have a good chance. I think still we need, you know, good, solid uh, defence. Somehow, uh, the pairing of Lewis with Mustafi is somehow not kind of playing well for us. Uh, either Lewis commits a mistake or, you know, Mustafi commits a mistake. So, I think if we can just build on, build on our defence, we surely have, uh, you know, chance for next season. Yeah. yeah, but do you think, like, for example, Mustafi, now he's not been playing very well, right? Uh, and, and he's really made us suffer. So many games with his mistakes. But suddenly, uh, Ateta came in. His mistakes didn't go out of the window. But in general, his contribution has been more positive to the point that he's injured now and we are worried about this. Uh, do you feel Ateta is having a positive impact with the same players compared to Emery? Uh, because the results are not very different. So, how do you feel about this uh, comparison between the two managers so far? Sure, I think Arteta has surely, uh, you know, brought like really positive vibe. You know, the team is kind of working well. But mm. uh, just to answer to your earlier question, wherein if you think Arsenal can win the season, so you know, even if you say commit one or two mistakes, that that kind of leads to you losing a match. 
it's hmm. with with the amount of uh, if you see liverpool and city right they obviously uh, honestly speaking except uh, like making one or two mistakes hmm. here and there uh, they kind of hmm. that's why they won the league or they are in top 2 position yeah. right so if you yeah. if you have someone who's you know continuously making those mistakes there is right. there is something that a particular manager can do right he can't kind of play hmm. for you so so yeah. i still think you need to have a good defender a solid center back which can kind of manage uh, and you know or if mustavi can improve on his mistake i think that would that would be like really great <laughs> i think everyone wishes that uh, and i think uh, for for me you know i feel optimistic about the club uh, and i i really want and manchester united supporters are also quite excited about where the club is going they're optimistic as well current the question for me when you compare arsenal to united at the moment of course in terms of the league position uh, there's quite a difference but do you feel we are about the same quality uh, and would you have fancied your chances in the final against united uh, if you were given a choice between chelsea and united uh sure so i would think that um you know between chelsea and united um, i'm almost indifferent um i would say that i'd much rather play chelsea because um we have some history with them um and you know last season's loss uh in the europa final um uh, should be as good a motivator as any uh also like chelsea will remember um uh, you know our meeting um at stamford bridge earlier this year we were down to 10 men and we still managed to come back from behind twice to uh equalize and uh, you know take points away so definitely feel more confident um with chelsea but i think there's very little to divide united and chelsea as is shown you know in their league positions uh, this year um with respect to your other question about where united and arsenal are as clubs right now i would think that united actually um you know as much as it hurts to say so uh m- much further ahead of arsenal so i read our team higher uh but the club not so much you know our boardroom is a mess um we have overspent a lot of money on a lot of players in the last uh three four seasons and let's not forget uh you know we're living in a zero revenue environment right um arsenal just doesn't have as deep pockets uh as united do and you know the bigger clubs generally survive and weather the storm well you just have to see what chelsea are doing in the transfer market this year um so you know i i i feel more confident about where united are as a club today than i do about arsenal uh but you know i'm still optimistic i think arteta is just what we needed at this club right yeah i think there is a little bit of optimism about arteta although i think uh, i was optimistic about emery as well for the first 6 months so i am like that about arteta but it just seemed that emery did not sometimes have answers uh, and arteta does know what he's doing wrong and therefore he can fix it well that is just very early days for me uh, another uh, thought that i really want to sort of discuss with you uh, karan is about obameyang now let's say you are in sitting in his shoes and you have to make this decision would you make i know he enjoys himself at the club he has friends uh and you know he's very happy but he hasn't won a whole lot in his life would you uh fancy him staying at arsenal next season sure so um if i was obamayan 
at Leeds. Um, you know, he's got a year left on his contract. He's a proven goal scorer. Um, you've said that, you know, he's he's not won a lot uh, in his career so far. Uh, and this is going to be his last major contract, right? Like, so this is the time to fix it uh, and end your career on a high. I also actually think that he's got a very larger-than-life personality. Um, so even if he were to move clubs, um, like, I think he'd settle in almost anywhere. Um, you know, I think you just have to see the sort of uh, relationship that he uh, kindled with Lacazette when he joined. Oh. Um and uh, you know that that just signs that he's uh, he's right up there when it comes to his you know social skills. Um, I really hope we hold on to him because where you cannot hope to compete for any title without uh, without someone who will score multiple goals for you every year. Absolutely. And I think, uh, Sushant, I'd like to ask you as well about uh, Ozil because uh, he was playing initially when Arteta became the coach, but now he's not playing at all. He cannot even get into the squad. What is your thought about why Ozil cannot break into the squad? Why is Arteta leaving him out? In last couple of years, not last couple, in last season, I think he's a very, he's, overall, he, he's one of the best uh, midfielders that we have ever seen. And But in last couple of seasons, I think he's too slow with this fast, you know, to kind of match mm. this fast-paced Premier League game. Right. Uh, and especially what we've seen uh, in you know, like bigger games, he's generally... It's whether man marking or somebody's kind of with him. His his presence or his if impact, uh, there is absolutely no impact uh, in bigger games, and that's why you know with uh, other players like Sevilla, Danny Sevilla is coming on loan, and you know he 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 brings more to the game, wherein obviously he plays the defensive side and you know uh, you know doing crucial passes. So I believe other players have started coming in, and you know. Proving their worth, whereas mm. Ozil, uh, I don't know, he's lost some pace, and what's happening with him uh, is not too clear. Even if you see these press conferences, uh, whenever you know anything is being asked about Ozil, it's everything is up in there. You know, you don't get a concrete answer, so you're not sure what's happening. But obviously, he's not what he, he used to be when he you know first joined uh, us. Mm. Right, and uh, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, for me, Ozil, he really doesn't... I mean, he puts in the effort. If you look at his stats, he actually runs probably about the same or more than everyone else. So it's not that, but I think uh, the number of first balls and second balls you need to win if you uh, play in this system, I just don't think he's going to win those many. Some He's too easy on the challenge, and I think he's doing himself a disservice. If he can just put in a little bit of... I know it's not his game, but if he can do that, he can start playing a lot more, and uh, you know... When he's probably facing the defense, he's quite dangerous. You really don't know where he's going to put the ball. <clears throat> uh, another player I want to discuss, and Karan, I'd like to hear your thoughts, Aaron uh, Genduzi. Uh, and uh, I think yeah, I really liked him initially. I think he's fearless. Uh, he came on. He did not care about who was in the Premier League. I think he came from the French League too, even. Um, but now he had behavioral issues there. And Arsenal knew about them, and he's had behavioral issues here. So I think the latest thing that I've heard is that when they went when they went to Dubai, uh, he had a little bit of a fight with a teammate. They did not specify who, um, and subsequently, I think they tried to speak to him, uh, Arteta, and also uh, the director of football. Uh, but I think they did not like his response, or they did not like his reaction to that. And I think they made they made a decision to move him on. So. 
I mean, I, the question for me, uh, Karan, is just whether you would prefer to keep him or whether you think it's fine for him to go and then we can find someone else. So, um, yeah, you know, I think I think that's a great question. Uh, I'll actually just start with a couple of cents on uh, Ozil from your previous question. Hmm. You know, the distance he covers represents one statistic, but I don't know how much he sprints in every game. You know, I think he generally walks and jogs through most of the game because often, like, his stats look a lot better um, than they do, like, when you see him in, in person, you know, on the field in the stadium. Doesn't seem to do that much, and I think his time is up. Um, right. That's all I wanted to say about Ozil. But uh, <laughs> on, on on Gendusi, like, you know, it's it's understandable. Like, he's, he's young. Uh, you know, he came from a different country, different culture. And like you said, you know, he had behavioral issues there too. But to me, um, like, I'm actually all on board with Arteta. So, you know, if someone needs to be disciplined, and clearly he's trying his best to discipline um, um, Gendouzi right now, um, if Gendouzi doesn't respond and doesn't do what it takes to come back into the team, sell him and move on. You know, he's... He's still pretty young. He has two years left on his contract. We'd probably be able to realize uh, significant value from him. And, you know, we bought him for like $8 million. I'm sure he'd go for a few multiples of that. Um, mm. Sell him and reinvest in the squad. Um, you know, we don't have a whole lot of marketable assets right now. He's one of those. Um, if he can't, mm. uh, if he cannot sort himself out, uh, then, then you know, let's, uh, let's get it done and over with. Also, like... Uh, you know, I heard that against Brighton, uh, he was uh, uh, he was taunting the Brighton players on how much money he earned versus how much they earned, and hmm. that to me is crossing a line. I mean, I know there's a whole lot of sledging that goes on in all hmm. sports, but that's distasteful, um, right. and I have no patience for that. Yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, the best example here is David Beckham. I think when he went to Madrid, I remember those days, uh, they were very hard on him. They did not go easy on him at all. And I think he had a little bit of a pretty boy image, but he sort of took took all of that like a champion. He took it, uh, he did not misbehave, he did not retaliate, uh, you know, when, when those things happened. He stood up for themselves and he went on with the game. But they really gave David Beckham a very, uh, very hard time. Uh, but of course, his personality shown through. Yeah, I think Gendouzi uh, doesn't get it, but you never know. I think with the way he plays, uh, maybe at some day, uh, he's a big player and we regret it. Um, so, uh, I, I think uh, the next place that I want to go to is uh, at the moment trying to understand which are the players that you guys think uh, would make an impact tomorrow. So, both from Arsenal and from Chelsea, who do you think, uh, let's say, the top three players from Arsenal and Chelsea in terms of performance, uh, who would you pick? Sushant, why don't you go first? Uh, I think for me, it would be uh, Aubameyang for obvious reasons, for scoring goals, then Sabas, and hmm. third would be uh, I really like our left, new left back, Tierney, from uh, I think came from Celtic, right? So, uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's kind of Filled that Montreal shoe, so I think he's is a good prospect for uh, Arsenal club. Okay, right. So you said of Mayang, then uh, Savayos, and then you think Tierney. So these are the most impactful players. Uh, yeah. How about you, Karan? Who do you think uh, will make the most amount of impact in uh, uh, from Arsenal tomorrow? Um, so 
I actually agree. I think uh, Obama Yang number one. I think we're going to need Martinez to have his best game ever. Um, So that's number two. And then for the number three spot, I'm really torn because I think, uh, you know, Shaka, Ceballos, Pepe, Lacazette, Tony, all matter. Um, But uh, but I'd probably go with Pepe. Um, you know, I think uh, he's been showing some signs of promise. Uh, and if he does start tomorrow, um, I think it'll be pretty incredible because he has the pace to uh, expose the Chelsea backline. Yeah, I believe so as well. But I think uh, sometimes uh, you see that he really imposes himself on a game and sometimes he finds it difficult. Although I really feel that his quality is there. I think what I expected from Pepe when he came in at this sort of uh, money, I thought he could do something different. Uh, that, you know, it's not just regulation stuff. He can make things happen. And he does that. I think a couple of games before this, he created a couple of chances. So I'm, I'm really excited about him. Uh, I really hope that he stays at Arsenal for the next five, six years so we can really see him develop he's quite young as of now and Karan from Chelsea whom would like I remember in years past it was Hazard and he was the guy who used to score he was scary and especially when legs were tiring it was so difficult to face him uh, who do you think that uh, we need to sort of uh, be wary of and who do you think will start from Chelsea uh, all right, great question. So I actually don't know as much about <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, right. You know, who cares about Chelsea? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'd say that, uh, you know, Pulisic has been in pretty good form. Um, and, um, you know, like there, I think like the key will be to throttle uh, their midfield, right? So they have a lot of young players, especially under Lampard. Um, so like just stopping the threat from there would be quite important. Um, also, you know, um, what's his name? Cesar Aspilicueta. Um, yeah. He always has a good game against us. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, that, that that's someone I'd be quite wary of as well. I really hope Giroud doesn't score. Right. Yeah. Uh, I for me, you know, what I'm most afraid of is that we go and we, you know, Arsenal the game. And when I say that, I really mean uh, that you know we make the stupid mistakes where we get a red card and we're playing with ten men. You know, with sixty minutes remaining. That's exactly what you mentioned, Karan. I really. I mean, we've shown through the last time, but that rarely happens. And I really want a good game. I don't want uh, one which has stupid mistakes. If it's like end to end and heated, I think it's going to be fun. And I just think it's it's going to be very uh, hard fought. It's really, I think, both the teams are going to go in. Uh, Karan, do you think, uh, and I, th- I think I'd like to ask Barry, uh, do you think there's a difference in how football is playing at the moment uh, with five subs instead of three? And do you think that uh, our bench strength is strong enough to take advantage of these five substitutions? What do you think of this? I think in a game, whether three sub or five sub, it's not a big deal as me. But like, I think this was more brought in with with because of COVID. You know, the, uh, every team was playing like three matches in one week, so it mm. was it was more about rotation across these matches rather than in a match. If you get like five subs, I'm not sure how much difference going to make. Like obviously, if you have the three sub, extra two sub, that's always useful. But my view was it was more related to this COVID bit, and you know, kind of managing mm. the extra workload which these players had. But obviously, the amount of the money they are getting paid, they should not mm. get any leeway. So, uh, with that, with the bench train, I think I would say Arsenal and Chelsea are even. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree. Uh, another thing that I probably want to, you know, try to get a sense of. Uh, now we see already Manchester United uh, is trying to spend a lot of money in the transfer market. Uh, I don't know what Chelsea would do. I think they went without buying any players last year, and they got the Champions League money this year. So they're actually in a very good position to spend. Um, do you think uh, Arsenal can compare with the spend of? Well, I'm not even going to go in the direction of United, but uh, Leicester, Chelsea, uh, sort of these uh, clubs that sit uh, below the top two. Karan, uh, do you think uh, we can compare with them at all? I think it's going to be very difficult. Um, you know, because uh, from all the clubs, uh, you know, around us, I think like maybe Leicester, maybe Wolves uh, don't have as deep-pocketed owners. Um, you know, Abramovich uh, will always throw the money and I think financial fair play is just completely out of the window after we saw what happened with City uh, and the court of arbitration. Um, so I think Arsenal are really going to struggle. Um, you know, over the last few years, we've actually done a remarkably rubbish job uh, in the transfer market. Um and the current management team, excluding Arteta and Edu because he's so new, like I have no confidence in Sunny Ali. Mm. Right. And uh, another thing that happened was, I think a lot of people were not happy with Kronke and their administration. Uh, but now since Arteta has come, uh, no one's talking about them. Uh, Barry, do you feel that, uh, you know, especially if you compare our ownership with Chelsea, uh, where they've got, you know, someone who can back them, City, do you think we have the right kind of owners here? Uh, or do you think we need them to uh, spend some money from their pocket as well and not just run Arsenal like a bootstrap club? I think in the current scenario, I would love if, you know, if you can get really good players, pay a good amount and, you know, land them somehow and uh, uh, like at Arsenal. But uh, looking at the history uh, in terms of how the transfers have happened, it looks really doubtful. Uh, and just is like just uh, you know move from a positive perspective. Obviously, we have signed few contracts with our uh, young guns like Saka, Martinelli, everybody. So I think that's one of the positives that have come. I'm not like hopeful of any big signing this this season, especially Pepe coming in last season. He was uh, brought in and. Uh, until you know, if you're able, like if Aubameyang decides to go, and obviously he would go, you know, get us good money. So I think there would be more of, you know, replacements rather than you know getting new with add-ons to to your team with the with the current financial situation. I agree. I think uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're just going to probably spend 20, 30 on top of what they already have. Um, uh, th- th- I think uh, we need to be in Europe. I think to compete uh, and. What I I wonder, of course, you know, if you if you win the game tomorrow, then you win the FA Cup for the 14th time, and that that's remarkable. Uh, but about the Europa League, uh, how important is a Europa League to Arsenal? Uh, do you think this is something that we desperately need, or we could do without? And let's say we could, if it wasn't, if we did not have this, then there was absolute certainty in the training all year long. So we never had to scamper to Europe in different to different places. You have the same schedule uh, every single week, week in, week out, uh, you know, unless it's FA Cup or League Cup. And this is what Leicester profited off of uh, when they won the the Premier League by surprise. Uh, Karan, uh, do you think uh, this is something that, that is important uh, for us? 
Um, yeah, so, you know, I think I think in almost every other year, I'd be happy for us to drop out of the Europa League uh, because I can't imagine any top-notch players um, want to play in the Europa League, right? Like, they either want to play in the Champions League or it doesn't really matter. Nobody watches the Europa anyway. Um, right. So... So, yeah, from that perspective, I would have said, yeah, sure, you know, let's just sit out Europa and we'll see, uh, give our data all the time on the training ground. This year, because I don't think the owners are going to put in that much money, I actually think the money that we would get from the Europa, whatever few millions it will be, will be important. Um, right. You know, it still doesn't make a dent uh, on what the Champions League clubs get from the Champions League. But right. right now, I think we're just not in a position um, to shirk any money. I think the advantages right. of sitting out Europa are very obvious. Um, right. But I think right now, the money is the most important. Right. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm fairly optimistic about the game tomorrow. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be a very hard-fought game, like I mentioned before. Uh, and I really feel that Arsenal can come through. You really ha- do have the quality. But it's really going to be very hard to not just beat Chelsea, but also to beat Frank Lampard, who's come in as a manager and he's done really, really well in his first season. You know, something that uh, we would have hoped Emery had, uh, you know, achieved this probably in his first or even second season. Um is, is Frank Lampard, according to you, Barry, uh, someone who will be at Chelsea for the next five years? Do you see that or do you think um, he's going to be here for the short term? I think he's going to he's going to say I'm not sure the five years with 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 you know if if a club doesn't perform in one year the the manager is kind of sacked but he is done really well for Chelsea especially considering they were they had the ban on the transfer and everything he was kind of play with with the team which he had you know most of them you know got people who were on loan and they performed mm. for him so he's already you know brought a good team together with obviously, you know, if he's able to manage few new recruits, uh, I think Chelsea is going to do well uh, yeah. next season also. And I believe he's a good manager. You know, he associates him, himself with with the club, and you know that's that's always helpful. So he's here to stay, but mm-hmm. with with the, with the, with how football works, even one, even bad ten bad games can can you know. Let hmm. you go off, so you never know what what finally happens at let's see. Yeah, and especially at Chelsea, I think they have much less patience. Although I do think that they're going to be more patient with Frank Lampard. Uh, but in the same vein, if you look at Arteta, Arsenal are definitely a club that are quite patient. Uh, so, Karan, do you also? Uh, I mean, it's it's early days, and we ha- are a bit positive about him. But do you suppose he could be uh, the Arsenal manager for the next five years? And I keep saying five years because I think that's you know a, a decent amount of time. So, do you see Arteta here for the considerable amount of time? Great question. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think I think Arteta is here to stay, uh, but. I, I actually think that Arsenal might have uh, trouble keeping him at the club. Um, so, you know, much uh, much opposed to how Chelsea work, I think Arteta will have no shortage of suitors. And, you know, I think if he, um, if he does some good work at Arsenal uh, over the next coming season, I'm not sure how long Pep's going to be uh, around at City. Um, so, you know, would City come calling for Arteta again? Who knows, right? But in in so many ways, um, Arteta reminds me of uh, Wenger. You know, he's become like this sort of figurehead uh, for the club. He takes ownership of almost 
all issues. And just like Wenger, he cannot make substitutions in time. So, you know, that, that fills me with a lot of optimism <laughs> about, about Arteta. Um, mm. But I really hope that Arsenal manager keep him. So, I think, guys, uh, I can look to wrap it up. Uh, and before I do that, uh, any final thoughts uh, from you guys on tomorrow's game? Sushant, how about you? Uh, I'm just hopeful if Arsenal can win because some because with uh, we, we being eight, we're obviously not playing the Europa. So obviously tomorrow's game has more consequences than we winning, and obviously then we'll we'll be obviously tied up with the with United on number of FA Cups that we have. So obviously it's 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 a very, quite a key game uh, for Arsenal. Hopefully we are able to do well and scores for us. And Oliver Giroud doesn't score at all. That really. <laughs> Uh, you know, won't feel nice if he scores a winner. One goal, one goal is fine, but not a winner for Portugal. <laughs> okay, uh, and Karan, how do how do you feel about? Uh, do you have any fle- fleeting thoughts about tomorrow's game? Sure. So, um, you know, uh, like I said, cautiously optimistic. Uh, I'll probably use a phrase that I've heard uh, many a time from a pundit. Um, the first goal is going to be crucial. Uh, hmm. You know. I I really feel confident about Arsenal uh, under Arteta. So almost irrespective of tomorrow's game, I'm I'm very optimistic about our future. Right, me as well, uh, guys. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, the game's tomorrow. I'm super excited, uh, and I'm I, I really hope that Arsenal put up a good show. Uh, thanks, guys, uh, and I hope uh, you enjoy yourselves.